Good morning. I am Yesenia, and I want to start this podcast off by reminding everybody that uh, we're all human. <laughs> because, I mean, come on. We really think sometimes, at least I do, I'm sorry. I think sometimes that I am superhuman. Like, just... Nothing can stop me, not even, you know, getting older, like having lived the life I've lived. It's just everything builds to a certain extent where, you know, reality hits you in the face and you don't have no if, ands, or but to say. <laughs> like, you just can't avoid it, okay? Life is life. It happens. So today I'm going to focus on breathing as a coping skill. I recently rediscovered how effective it could be. I also um, have been trying to add uh, meditation techniques to it. Um, I haven't really been successful with that part. But I think I'm making progress um, as far as, you know, really controlling my breathing um, to the point where I don't need assistance. <laughs> I uh, tend to have severe uh, anxiety attacks, and uh, which make me hyperventilate. So... Um, Controlling my breathing is essential. That's for sure. Um, if I can't stop myself from hyperventilating, I, I can't really do much else. <laughs> so, for those of you out there uh, who also suffer from anxiety, there are plenty of solutions away from the medicine, like, the, you know, prescription stuff. There's uh, exercise. There's... Uh, just some peace and quiet, for God's sakes. <laughs> Pretty much just make sure you are good before you take any other actions. Because also, when you hyperventilate, you don't think clearly. So, I just wanted to let you know out there, you're not alone about just losing control of your breathing. And, uh, yeah, uh, pretty much... I I think it really works. So, I forgot to mention the fact that the reason why you can't think clearly, which really did not, like, dawn on me till I just went through that uh, yesterday. You're not getting enough oxygen to your brain for your brain to function. Like, I think I remember somebody also mentioning it, and that's why it dawned on me, because they actually pointed it out. But yeah, it makes total sense. If oxygen, if oxygen cannot get to your brain, how is it supposed to function? <laughs> that is straight biology for you. I have been out of school for too long, obviously, <laughs> because 
people constantly remind you, what do you mean? Calm down. You're not letting oxygen get to your brain. And that's what I feel like we should remind ourselves today. Let oxygen flow through your body and just take it in. All the free, fresh air, even though it's not so fresh anymore. All the pollution and things. But, you know, take in as much as you can. Even if it, you know, we're trying to avoid the artificial stuff. We're trying to get back to our roots. Get back to our our natural state of just being able to calm down. Because, I mean, at least for those who suffer with anxiety, like from anxiety like me, it just, it won't get any better. If I don't, personally, if I don't calm down, it it throws everything else out of whack. Like, honestly, I even forgot to eat. I will be totally honest with you guys. I forgot to eat. And by the time I ate, there was already so much acid buildup because apparently my acid reflex is worse than I thought. So... Yeah, it built up so much that it didn't matter what I put in my stomach. Unless it was like literally, you know, what the doctor prescribed after everything went down yesterday. It, unless it's that, to really combat the, the acid, it, it was just, it was not going to work. So, obviously, I went through my own thing um, aside from the hyperventilating yesterday. Yesterday was hard. It was definitely hard, I would admit to to everyone on that one. And, uh, I mean, lesson learned, right? Now, I wanted to visit the part of the topic that people probably, you know, have a little bit of a hard time with. Just accepting the fact that you, you have to cope in the first place. Um... A lot of us, I know I do, uh, feel that this shouldn't be happening in the first place, you know. This is completely out of my control, you know, like just all kinds of um, blame that isn't on you, you know, yourself. You do, a lot of people analyze everything but themselves. So, you know, sometimes you have to you know, catch yourself and say, hey, listen, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing to help the situation? Are you actually listening to people's advice? Or are you actually taking steps toward feeling better, towards uh, coping, towards making a change? Just do your part, too. I I wanted to make sure that was a very prominent uh, point and statement there because I almost lost sight of that yesterday. I'm, I'm pretty sure, no, I, I completely take that back. I lost sight of that yesterday. And uh, that's when everything went spinning out of control. And this is what people talk about when once you've already have once you've already had your day ruined, whether it was by you or by someone else or just a simple brush with a simple stranger it really just takes over uh i just don't have anxiety problems like i do but uh 
But yeah, if, if you're struggling with your breathing, just uh, just try to um, focus on each breath. You know, like they teach in Lama's class. Not all of you will be knowing about that because might have uh, some males listening to the podcast or just females who haven't uh, had children yet, like myself. So, you know, I've, I've heard it plenty of times, just uh, deep in, deep out. That's, that's literally the... And then you have to breathe through your nose, not your mouth. <laughs> you have to close your mouth, take it in, and exhale out your mouth if you want to. But never inhale through your mouth and exhale out your mouth. That's, that does not work. Um, I learned... Listening over to the beginning of these pod, this podcast, at least the first couple episodes, I realized that I was having a hard-ass time talking. And this is what happens when you get stuck. Like, you get so overwhelmed, so stressed, that you just forgot to, like... How to pronounce a word. Like, like honestly, you just, hey, you know, how do you say, that's what that, that's what that sound really was. How do you say, so, my point being, yeah, I don't ever want to be like that. You really don't want to get so stuck that you just can't function. And, um, after hearing my episodes a couple times on this podcast, I realized, (laughs) I realized that it might have also not helped if I had smoked pretty much a whole pack of cigarettes by myself, plus the Lucy's that I buy. So, I'm starting to see what the real issue was. Before I started this podcast, I already said I was trying to quit cold turkey. But right about now, since these days have been a little hectic, and I haven't really had, you know, my nicotine yet. You know, you only got to put two and two together. (laughs) Just quit the damn cigarettes that's all it really is and if you guys are also coping with anxiety by using cigarettes this is like somewhat of the results you become dependent on it you really are just in a horrible mood otherwise and it's just so many chemicals and Hey, I mean, sacrifices, right? To make sure that your body is functioning enough to work, to school, to be a normal human. (laughs) Now, I only say, you know, I want to quit cold turkey because I've successfully done it before. But it's possible that this time it's not that easy. I guess because, yeah, I was sitting there going through like a pack and a half a day with someone else, 
maybe while I was trying to push, like motivate myself to quit again, I was just thinking of it as I was doing a pack a day myself. And then really what it really was after like the first two or three days, that's when we would get another pack. So it's kind of like I wasn't smoking as, a, as much as I thought I was smoking cigarettes. So maybe I kind of blew that one out of proportion. And once I did it again now, since I'm a couple years older from when that happened, it's kind of like, oh, it doesn't even take like a whole pack no more. You just, I think I was explaining this before to somebody, you just become resistant, like your body just automatically rejects it as as much, like when you get older, it gets, it registers the fact that they're bad for you and then it's like once you have it boom like you're gonna see the consequences a lot faster like my body said no you have to quit cigarettes now or it's obviously gonna affect you like no uh, I don't want anything to hinder my breathing capacity which circles huh Funny enough, it circles back around to the reason of today's podcast. You're breathing. So, how was I supposed to remember how to breathe if every other two seconds I had a cigarette in my mouth? Chain smoking is so much worse than regular, just, you know, occasional smoking. Because chain smoking, then your lungs don't know how to act. (laughs) Afterwards, you try to quit cold turkey. It's like, no, I need the nicotine. Where is it? No, I don't know how to. Like, that's why I probably couldn't get a handle on my breathing. So, the episode and the podcast came full circle, (laughs) and it's funny how that works out. But as far as I'm concerned, I'll see you tomorrow. Love talking to y'all. Stay safe. Later. Good morning, everybody. Um, I don't know if you've been able to notice, but uh, my coping mechanisms actually have been missing a bit uh, during that last part of the podcast. Um, a lot of it is still true and very relevant, so, you know, take what you need out of that uh those up, but um, just to start off today, I want to um, remind everybody, uh, let's look for peace, okay? I need, I need for you to not only know how to cope yourself, but uh, help others cope. You know, let's let's keep the dang peace. Let's let's remove all the hate. Let's let's get it done. So today I want to focus on my personal favorite, music. The coping mechanism, wow, you see? (laughs) The coping mechanism of music is very, very effective. The problem with that is, um, it has to be... It has to be music that actually calms you and uh, 
makes you think and, you know, has you uh, pensive. Not, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> not, um, not music that's going to get you more um, aggressive, more, I don't know, just, it's just going to make the situation worse. Like, uh, be mindful of how you act with all of your music and, you know, make a playlist of stuff that actually you can relate to that will just, you know, just make you think, like, hard about life and, not, but not so hard, not so hard where you get depressed. I gotta definitely mention that. Not so hard where you get depressed and then, you know, just mellow out, man. <laughs> like, I might sound like a real hippie saying that, but mellow the fuck out. So, um, I have to mention, like, I need to take my own advice. <laughs> because, uh, my playlists have been uh, so gone. Like, I haven't been able, like, since I re-downloaded my music application where I actually make my playlists on, I have not been able to recover my original playlist. Like, I have a set of songs that I just leave here for a set or a specific, uh, just a specific mood. Like, I know my moods, I know what I want to listen to, and I know what's going to help me think clearly. Like, that is the importance of a playlist. The playlist is for you to make sure that you're not being irrational, that uh, you make sure that you're being fair with also other people around you, because, I mean, they might not want to listen to the same crap. You know, if they're going through something, you listen, you let them listen to their own shit. You know, like if they're in a car, you're trying to help them out, just let them listen to their own shit. Like, don't force them to listen to your playlist just because it's your car and your play. You know what I'm saying? Like, let them listen to shit that's going to help them cope. You know, like, just let them be. Like, if they want to sit there and blast that shit, you put up with that. If that's really your friend or your family member or even your coworker, you know, they're really going through something right now. So just, you know, be sensitive. Be sensitive to, to others as well. You know, you can, you always have the option of putting your headphones on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's what I do sometimes. Like, right about now, let me, let me just make sure I grab my headphones. I'm going to tell you sometimes, hey... Sometimes I need my headphones. Like, that's what I bought them for, right? Like, just need my headphones. Anyways. So, just, you know, make your playlist um, accordingly. Like, just, just make sure you focus on why you need that playlist and what you're trying to get from that playlist. And that's how you cope. You make sure that you're listening to the right playlist when you're going through something. Because if you're going to listen to a playlist that's not actually going to help the situation, you're just going to make it worse. And that is what we're trying to avoid, people. <clears throat> okay, so prime example. You know, I am not the best with 
the whole like if I don't want to hear it don't blast it shit like I have my moments I honestly do have my moments where I just want freaking quiet regardless if you need your music you know what I'm saying like you're coping you're trying to cope you're really trying to cope and I'm just gonna sit there and be like ah you're, you're irritating me by trying to cope you never want to do that to somebody you know like it, you never want to make somebody feel bad because they are trying to cope that just doesn't let them cope even more and then in turn also gives you something to have to cope about too like you both get the short end of the stick when you just don't let people cope around you so all right i want to uh put that out there like it it recently happened like honest to god i flipped out on somebody and i just i did not care like i seriously did not care that this is how they cope and yeah like that was a bad move um the person is you know my significant other and he just he just he needed the music at the moment and i said screw you and it's sometimes you you use that uh to your advantage you know knowing that you're impeding other people's uh coping mechanisms and uh not letting them practice their skills in that way you have to um you have to try to not do that that's actually uh not conducive to any environment like it doesn't matter who it is you know if you don't let somebody deal with their own stuff their own way it's not gonna get dealt with like and then it's just gonna sit there and mess with you and give you a reason to have to uh, overcome your frustration yourself. So that happened, yes, well, the last couple of days, actually. I wasn't allowing him to decompress. I wasn't giving him space. It was just overwhelming for the both of us because I was already initially stressed. So that's inconsiderate, period. Like, that right there is just inconsiderate to the max. You don't want to do that. So, in order to rectify that uh, major inconsistent, um, inconsiderate behavior, I must now humble myself. Because now I have to rewind and reevaluate why it was I was being so irrational like that's where um, I have to be honest to myself like with myself about myself I have to make sure I'm subjective about it I'm not biased because it's me that I'm judging you know it's me that I'm trying to rectify it's me that I'm trying to uh, avoid in in the sense where the rational part of my brain is what I'm trying to avoid. It's it's just a part of you that you necessarily don't 
condone. <laughs> like, I don't condone me doing that to my boyfriend. Like, period. Like, I can't believe I did that to my boyfriend because I'm not that kind of person. It, it, it really reflects bad on your character when you allow yourself to be irrational around others. It sure does. It makes you look uh, inconsistent. It makes you look like you're lying. It makes you look like you just don't care about others at all. <laughs> and um, in my specific, in my specific case, I have an inkling. I'm I'm generally um, the uh, the psychologist once want to say. And the psychiatrist actually wants to say that I am diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which I, to a certain extent, am somewhat ashamed of, but not to the part where, like, I hate myself for it. Like, it's not my fault. Like, if it is hereditary, which I do uh, have uh, suspicion, if it is hereditary, then you damn right it ain't my fault like you know but in general I'm just moody I am a moody moody individual so this is why music playlists are even more important for me you know everybody needs coping but specifically me I need extra coping like I need to practice my coping skills like a lot more like not 24-7 like you know, 60 minutes, like every minute of the day. Oh man, how about, okay guys, let's get ready for this. My anxiety took me to a point of no return last night. That was explosive. (laughs) All right, so today, Damn, what am I going to talk about? Alright, so today... (laughs) Today, we are going to talk about exercise. (laughs) Because I cannot... I cannot deal... Like, this is around the time I used to get up at one point and just jog. That shit felt so good. Like, you just know that that's I am. Just getting myself out here. Being the fresh air. Fucking, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> if you can't find that within yourself, just, I don't know. I, I like, <laughs> you have to want to exercise. <laughs> Let's sit here, okay? You have to want to exercise. You can't just be like, oh, you know, New Year's resolution. <laughs> New Year do me. No, you gotta do something about it. Like, like honest, honest to everything that I hold dearly, you have to want to exercise. <laughs> I'm beat. Like, I'm so freaking beat. Like, Alright, getting off topic. Sorry. So, as I sit here, <laughs> looking at this red car, okay, <laughs> finding total focus, okay, this is why. 
you know, you exercise, you jam out to your own stuff and you work the hell out. Like you just, ah, you work it out. You work it out. <laughs> so, um, there are problems you may fa- be facing. Uh, sure enough, no. It will get taken care of with a nice workout. I sound groggy because I'm exhausted, but it was so worth it. So worth it. So, for those who are wondering what I got into last night, that also cleared my mind enough to want to exercise. This is like a new motivational point right here. Um... It's an epiphany, I guess. Just you wake up one day and you're like, damn, my life is fucked up. <laughs> like, you just be like, my life is messed up. So that you're like, okay. <laughs> and what's the hardest? This is the most important part. What's the worst and the hardest fear to overcome? Like, you just, you're like, damn, I, I can't find the energy to exercise it just does not make sense (laughs) so um you just freaking like and you start exercising like what am i doing today what i got going on can i schedule in some work and work out time (laughs) yes yes you can (laughs) you can always always schedule oh it doesn't matter everybody got work everybody got school everybody got kids like it does not matter find a motherfucking time to work out so the reason why i feel so strongly about it is i think i i let myself go i really just Ah, I'm going to work out today. Okay, maybe tomorrow. Oh, damn. It's been like three years. <laughs> like, you've you got to be messed up if I'll be looking all frumpy for three years. Sorry. I like to wear certain stuff, and I need to look good for it. <laughs> you got to be best. You, you got to be kidding me. Just freaking work out. Alright, so that was like a little pep talk for myself, but I'm going to take this seriously now. Um, it's no fun. It's no fun having uh, the age that I do, which is 26. Well, I mean, I'm about to be 26 in a month. I don't really think that month will count. Like, you know what I'm saying. Alright, so... I'm 26, alright? And and who has time for uh, knee pain and and back pain and everybody has time <laughs> I like to dance, like sorry. I just I cannot. I I, I honest to God cannot. <laughs> I cannot let my body tell me, bitch, you can't dance. <laughs> like no, my dance card is not retired. <laughs> I am not a retiree. Like, the dance floor is what the hell I love. Like, 
for real, for real, I used to dream a little bit about... Okay, now we're getting a little deep here. <laughs> okay, so to, to make it a little shorter, because now, now we're getting into the emotions right now. <laughs> to make it a little shorter, um, it's a balance. It's a balance between power and power and being humble it's 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 a struggle you go through internally to really uh figure that out like to really mm, it's, it's kind of hard to put in uh well i'm not there but still <laughs> i've been to enough therapy to kind of put toe and toe together and, uh, hey, that's my truth. Like, I haven't worked out in so long. I'm going to crap. Like, my body parts aren't functioning correctly. It's just not cute. <laughs> it's really not cute. <laughs> I don't think this is covered already. Okay. So, um, alright, well. <laughs> Something just distracted the crap out of me. Sorry. This is what I'm saying. When I lose my patience, it ain't no going back. Like, working out affects your patience. Like, it makes such a difference. It put it like it, like you literally have to train your body. That you've been doing whatever the fuck you want to it. You have to train it to, um, okay, that was creepy. You have to, ugh, sorry. Yeah, nasty thoughts. That, ugh, ugh, ugh. I just, oh no. My mind, you see, you see what happened? You see what happens when you don't exercise forever. And this is not even only exercise of like, like physically. As I never made that clear. Like, this is mental, emotional, um, just mostly mental. Like, honestly, I think I said it a little few times, few, a few too many times. A few too many times at work today. Like, honestly. I'm not. I wasn't. Let me say it like that. I wasn't willing to admit I was burning away. I had the hardest time on that. Like, once I blow up, I'm never going back. It's hereditary. <laughs> no, that's a fear of mine. For for those who don't know, a fear of mine is to get so big, like weight wise, that I can't move. Like you know that 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 TV show. Damn, what the fuck is it called? A TV show. Oh man, oh man. Alright, so, that, uh, that TV, 
whatever parts. I hope you don't get offended if you're listening to this. The show with the big people, like the overweight, obese, like, cannot go through the door without assistance, people. So, this goes, this all goes right back to the, um, what the hell? To the, sorry, notification. This all goes right back to the, uh, the coping part of it. You see, full freaking circle, like every day, it just comes right around, around. Okay, so, um, just be, be thankful, be, bear with me, okay? Bear with me. I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna get to my point, okay? So, exercise is actually, uh, it actually incorporates both the physical, mental, and sometimes emotional um, part where you, you need to uh, learn how to divide them. You need to learn the difference between, you have to train yourself to understand that whatever is affecting your emotion, okay, does not affect you physically, does not affect you mentally, it's just you and your feelings. <laughs> like, this is what I'm saying, like, it's been an emotional ass couple of freaking days. <laughs> I think that's that. Why I even started my podcast, guys? Like on some real, real stuff. Like nobody. How do I say this? Nobody wanted to hear me out until I acted out. <laughs> so if this is what it takes, I'm just gonna wild out all the time. <laughs> I'm just gonna wild out. Cause what's the point? Of containing my wild side if I cannot if I cannot live otherwise like what the what the what is the point so um just don't don't suppress your shit <laughs> that is the moral of the story don't suppress your feelings if you suppress your feelings, you end up like me. <laughs> On some real stuff, you end up like me. You end up just blazed out your mind. Okay. Um. Another little epiphany, I guess. Um. <laughs> okay. Th- th- this is. It's starting to get deep right here. Alright, so... Um, one of the other things that... I don't know. One of the things that bugs me is when people sit there and be like, I know all about your life. 
Like, you post everything. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm just an open book that way. But, alright, so, you, you really have to, like, take a step back and, and just freaking think, like, just because you've been through therapy don't mean you a therapist. <laughs> it really don't. Because, okay, for example, I, I only give people advice when they ask me. Otherwise, I'm just having a good time. <laughs> honestly, like, honestly, I'm going to tell you straight to your face how I freaking feel. No motherfucking filter. When I'm fed up. <laughs> like, you know how people say, oh, no, you don't got no chill. I don't got no chill. When I, when I insult you, that's it's just going to be the ultimate insult. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, every time, like, oh, did you just say that? Oh, yeah, I did. I really freaking did. Because it comes out of, no it comes out of freaking nowhere. Like, I grew up having to, like, argue. Even with my sisters, it was like, I know you are, but what do I? <laughs> It's just shit. Even Disney taught me to be sarcastic. Oh, how come I'm like feel so fat in this? I'm bloated. Yeah, like I'm that type of person that'll be like, I'm so freaking bloated or just TMI everywhere. Too much freaking information. <laughs> like, hey, can I tell you a secret? I gotta poop. You know, like some that kind of I'm that kind of person. Like, if you don't get out of my way when I say it, like, all cutesy, I'm going to say it in a very dusty way so you can get out of my way. <laughs> Alright. So. <laughs> I, I think this, this is a very clear way of putting this. Um. Sorry, it's, uh, it's not funny. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get the laughter. <laughs> it won't stop. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm just a clown. I can't. I'm clowning. Anyway, so. So, so. Alright, alright, alright. So, um, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, um, maybe my boss felt some type of way about me not, hmm, dang, I don't want to say that. Alright, so, <laughs> yo, it's not clear at all how I'm saying this. Okay, so, I'm rambling at this point, <laughs> and. I just want to let y'all know, you know, yesterday was, was, was a very long day. Like a lot of these long days I've been having, what's up with that? But I think, uh, I think it goes back to the exercise part. 
when you create friction between your old life and your new life by dramatization, it just makes it harder for you to ever keep anybody around. Like, it's just, it's not conducive to getting over that hurdle. It's not conducive to, I don't know, it's just not conducive. It doesn't propel positivity. It doesn't, um, so many ways of saying this. Alright, just, just don't, don't sit there and take it for granted. There you go. That, I had to talk myself into that one. Don't take shit for granted. Like, your body is one of those things that will tell you to screw the hell off. That Your body don't got no chill on you. Like, your body will say, you've been fucking working me out and not giving me no time to recover. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so, this this got to be my final one for today because... Now I'm just slurring my words. <laughs> I'm tired. Alright. So. <laughs> I just got. Let's, let's regain focus here. I just got a. <clears throat> acceptance letter. I've been waiting for a minute now. And. I'm about to make that phone call. This is also why this has to be like my last. <laughs> my last podcast guys. Alright so. <laughs> Um, alright, so, <laughs> so, um, this acceptance letter has a lot to do with how I want to, uh, push myself into the field of not only writing, but journalism, um, along with business. So, it's, it's kind of like... It's hard, it's really, really hard to um, to be an independent contractor there. That, that's the, excuse me, that's the term that I was looking for. So, oh my God, trust me, you guys do not want to be this tired. <laughs> Alright, so, um, alright. So, being an independent contractor, I just started staring at the application just now. I'm being weird. Don't mind me. But anyways, so, um, once I figured out where exactly I was going to, to live next, it was kind of like, okay, What's what's after that? What's what's after me actually deciding where I'm going to lay my head? Okay, so that's that's one thing. Two things. Um, actually, uh, being able to cope with my lifestyle within the premises of where I'm, wherever I'm at. Wherever I'm renting. So. 
<clears throat> Oops, another notification. So, these emails, oh yeah, and all types of freaking, what is happening? So, <laughs> so, um, this is, I guess, marketing for me. Oh, y'all. <laughs> I have to let that sigh of relief out. Because I got, I, I, I really see why I started getting nervous today. Somebody actually asked me a question I wanted to answer. <laughs> like lately it's been, oh, you know, why you don't have kids? Oh, wait, why are you not in school? Like, why am I not in school? <laughs> I've tried so many times to finish a like the most horrible student. So, um, like when I'm there, I ace it. Like, okay, bam. Bookwork, no problem. But as soon as I take a break, like, <laughs> that's where everything gets messed up. School is, I can never stop learning. I can never. I'm obsessed with learning, but mostly for my personal growth. Per- personal growth. Let me tell you something about personal growth. You don't want to stay stagnant. That's half the reason you even try to cope with things. Okay? First of all. First. Second of all, whatever you may be going through. It's temporary, okay? Completely temporary. You might think it's permanent, but it's temporary. It's temporary. Only thing for certain is life and death. Like, literally, you were born, you go die. That's it. <laughs> like, if it's not the food, it's how you eat. If it's not your circumstances, it's circumstances you choose like the circumstances that you were born into are not the same circumstances you're gonna die in so that being said <laughs> you don't want to surround yourself <clears throat> with um, something negative that's already having that influence on you and then just make it worse like you can't be like, oh, you know, screw this person, screw that person. Ah, fuck the world. You, know, you can't do that. You got to be like, all right, look, we got to make a game plan here. Either I fucking, like, I have a choice. I do this or I do that. That's it. That's, that's as simple as it can be. As simple as it has to be. These are, like, key statements here. You get to that shop and they have to replace it. Oh shoot, wait, no. Ah, I can't stop the podcast. Ah, damn. <clears throat> um, I kind of want to add this episode to my podcast. Or this part of the episode, at least. Sorry. Ugh, as you can see, I've had a very draining day. Um, pretty much. Exercises with what I last left off with. Ah, uh, coping skills. 
so there's here's the thing. If I honestly don't listen to my playlist for the day, I like my whole entire day is messed up. I need to zone into um the music that I'm accustomed to and the music I grew to love because there's a big difference. Hold on. Did I just cross coping skills? Alright. So exercise. Exercise. Alright. So I listen to most upbeat, most just dance, dance, dance all night long songs. I mean, that's what pushes me. Not because I want to sit there and shake my booty and do all this other extraness. I also, you know, really, really enjoy just the release that dancing can give as an exercise routine. I honestly never even imagined my life without music. I, I don't know, I just, I honestly really enjoy instruments and lyrics and all kinds of details of mixing different things together, see if it works, I don't know. Some people like how I DJ, some people don't. It depends on their mood, their circumstances, like I said before, you know, people aren't as uh, sensitive as we'd like them to be. Um, so let's just, you know, get together and, and remind ourselves, hey, I see you. You're awesome. Like just the words, you're awesome, helps people cope. For example, today at work, I, um, I express my my frustration over the fact that um, slide your finger from ah slide your finger up from the bottom to lock into record mode. Oh, see, I don't even know about this feature. That is so much better. Cause okay, I usually like write down like old school like write down a piece of paper how you feel you know just write it down all right so when i discovered this podcast thing i'm like wait a minute i've heard people actually bring this up before but i haven't i got into it so um I said, screw it, you know, like, I heard that it's free, I'm going to test it out, and then if I like it, I'm actually going to, like, even if I have to, I'm going to pay to publish everything, I'm going to pay myself, I'm going to find a way to pay to publish all of my writing, all of my, um, I don't know, videos, because it's kind of like, 
everything that I rant about on social media is like a really big deal to me. So, that being said, it's kind of like, you know, let's let's get the issue out there. Let's get the elephant out of the room. You know, let's just do it. Let's get together and, and get it done. You know, that's that's teamwork right there. I'm, I'm very used to, like, pick up your own slack around the house type of household. You know? So, when it comes to exercise, it's kind of like that's my only time to be alone and just zone out from the world honestly it's my personal freedom that's what I consider exercise personal freedom and it also helps me work on my speech therapy really because uh due to a lot of stress in my life I think I've developed a a bit of a stutter I just you know never noticed (laughs) so you know, I, I laugh it off. I really do. But when people tell me they can't understand me, it's kind of like, okay, I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. You just don't know how hard I'm trying. So, as y'all could tell, I'm a little exhausted from having to deal with all these challenges at work. And having to come home and still pick up after myself like I said in the part you know my mom didn't play that you know she really did not have the patience to tell me more than twice it didn't even get to three times I wish I had a third time for her to repeat herself (laughs) because I'm hard of hearing it's just always been that way um, partially, partially because, uh, she would have to, you know, the expression, uh, beat the dead horse, like, just stop, you know? Um, she would yell at my sisters like, like they weren't human. <laughs> like, they were pets, like they were animals, like, I used to just look at that and be like, am I in trouble? Like, because y'all in trouble, am I in trouble? Like, this is the kind of household I I lived in. It was always, whose turn is it to get whooped? (laughs) Like, that's that's pretty much how me and my sister looked at each other. Like, why is mom always so bitter, so angry? And it's the truth. She might really be upset at my father for whatever happened between them, because I wasn't there. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, yeah, you know, he cheated. Like she told me after the fact. After 18 whole years of me really, really trying to figure out what is going on here. <laughs> like she just said, oh, yeah, he cheated. So I left him or whatever. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Because if I look, I'm supposed to look more like him and then. You want to sit there and say that he cheated? Like, before. Like, yeah, because I know y'all were having problems since my oldest sister. So, you're not going to tell me that. Because she tells me stories all the time. So, 
you still kept popping out his kids, even though this impedes me from being born. You know, this, this intervenes with me being born. But, you know, it doesn't make sense to me. You sat there and you settled for your first baby's father, who was your husband before you popped out the kid. Think about that. All in all, I really want people to be more subjective about things. Don't just be objective. Be subjective. Like, you know, don't make fun of somebody if they don't exercise. Don't say, oh, you're wasting your time, this and that and the third. Look how your body looks. Like, that really ruins somebody's self-image like people have no idea trust me trust and believe i know how bad it can be to ruin somebody's self-image okay so um only reason my childhood even came up with the whole exercise thing is because my mom actually bought a membership for myself and her at Bally's Bally Total Fitness I think that is like the full name so that um that gym was pretty cool honestly it had everything that I felt like I needed uh including some separation <laughs> because I felt like towards the end of my childhood my mom was trying to hold on to the last chance she had at making things right honestly and since she feels like i mean she said it plenty of times she feels like we've we've all disappointed her in one way or another um you know like <laughs> how are we supposed to feel about that you know just uh don't say nothing at all like you always used to tell us in public if you don't have nothing else to say don't say nothing at all all, all, all day long. Don't say nothing. If you say something, I'm going to whoop you. Like, seriously, everything was a threat. Everything seriously was a threat. So, back to my original point. When me and her used to go to Bally's, she used to go her own separate way. I used to go my own separate way. And we were still in the same building. At the end of the day, we got, we came to the front. We did our workouts and we were fine. She would listen to her thing or watch the little TVs or whatever. I would sit there and listen to whatever music I had available on my MP3 player. Because that right there is a throwback. I had so many little music devices, I lost track. I had a CD player. I had a, I don't even know, anything that I could plug into my ears and zone the heck out that. I was a music kid. I was obsessed with whatever I can do to tune any any arguing out. So anyway, um, moral of the story is watch how you treat children. Um, I've I've been I've been very sensitive about that uh, the last couple of days, simply because I am unsure. I am unsure if I want to have any. And society right now, it feels like if you're not reproducing, what are you doing? 
like I feel you know like that's that's the whole thing of of the red nose initiative in my eyes you know why bring children into this world that are gonna suffer like this is worldwide worldwide you know I, I, why bring children into this world to suffer if you could have just wore a condom you could have any method any birth control method that you had available at the time would have been sufficient honestly i'm very pro-choice very very strongly about pro-choice because you don't know what that person can handle you don't know what that person got going on in their brain forget their financial circumstances sometimes i I mean okay fine let's be realistic their financial circumstances definitely affects a lot especially in the u.s of a where everything got a dollar sign it don't matter if it's water okay that cup that it's in it has a dollar sign okay i I definitely know that so with that being said it's kind of like don't don't press people People are going to either like you or they're not going to like you. You can't please everyone, especially with your own body image. And this is this is where it hits full circle. Body image is subjective, not objective. For that, you go into industries that you don't really want to end up in. Honestly, I feel like my personal experience has showed me enough to know that I should feel strongly about this because it has severely affected my life and I put emphasis on every letter of my sentences because of what I admitted to earlier I have somewhat of a speech impediment and and the fact that I decided to whatever pierce my tongue doesn't mean that I don't know how to talk I will sit there and enunciate every single syllable my mother taught me better than to not speak correctly and guys by correctly I mean just honestly straightforward and and with just I mean I guess you could call it no filter no filter no chill just you know whatever you want to call it these days I I don't even know what people are calling it because I don't keep up with trends I don't keep up with no fad I don't keep up with nothing because I am my own trend I am my own fad I will never I'm classic that's when you know you hear that expression oh classic you know just it's classic like that's it's timeless that's what that means classic means timeless so if you really want to put a price tag on what you consider classic you're in for a world of trouble so, so let's let's revisit the the point of view that just doesn't discriminate, doesn't judge, just lets everybody be who they are. 
and and just be more aware you know don't don't make yourself out to look like the bad guy just try to be as humble as possible just chill you know back then which is the 90s by the way because i am a 90s baby back then you used to be like dang girl take a chill pill like that's really what used to be said because all the kids had no chill all the kids would tell you oh yeah you know you're ugly you're fat you're this you're that because they had no filter (laughs) they just did not know how to be dishonest because their parents were just like hey this is what it is. You either like it or don't. So, everything with a grain of salt. All of these key phrases I keep throwing at you guys because they're very, they're very much staples to me. You know, when you have a staple in life, which some people consider morals and values, but I call them staples because it holds you together. My personal favorite. My all-time staple is don't do to nobody. I mean nobody. How you don't want to be done. And I don't know. I can't say more than that. Think about it. All right. Good morning. There is a lot of rain right now. Oh. You could tell it was a drought, but I'm not Migos. <laughs> Let me tell you, blah, blah, blah. Some people don't understand just because I am very, like, culturally fluid doesn't mean I don't got my own culture, bitch. Like, seriously, honestly, like, to the utmost, I must, I must admit People can't even tell what race I am anymore. Ah! <laughs> they see me walking down the street. They're like, oh, is she Arab? Is she white? Is she Spanish? We don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Listen, I'm going to be a thousand percent right now. A thousand. Because I don't think a hundred is enough. I don't think a million is enough. Honestly, I just... <laughs> A thousand is easier. Okay. So, um, I think I've been spazzing for the last couple of days because I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Not even about work. I'm nervous about. <sighs> okay. This is, this is what's going to get me into my topic. So, um, hmm. Whew. I've been avoiding taking a pregnancy test. I've been avoiding and avoiding and avoiding, even though I'm like a week late. <laughs> like, so irresponsible of me, but I'm just too nervous. <laughs> so, there's like, this is going to sound a little disgusting, but there's pee in the house that I'm supposed to be able to dip the stick and it's just, <laughs> I'm dead. Like, I just. I'm too nervous. I don't I don't know what to do. <laughs> Cause um yeah, like I said before, you know, any method of birth control would have been sufficient. <laughs> but I didn't give a damn. I'm sorry, I didn't give a damn. I don't want it 30 when I'm freaking pregnant. Like sorry, I didn't have my first kid already. Like 
I honestly like would like to avoid okay avoid complications that's that's what I'd like to avoid I like to avoid people judging me and stressing me out and me losing the kid anyway because it's been hard enough like if I'm pregnant it's been 12 years like uh, we've been trying for 12 years <laughs> like that's some that's some serious ass shit like if you ask any other married couple like oh how long was it before you guys had kids uh, psh, a couple months for us it's been 12 years if it's true <clears throat> this actually like just ties in a little bit because boy boy alright so coping is, is most difficult for me when I'm stressed just period like people think that whatever you know I'm crazy or whatever I'm crazy I'm crazy I'm crazy but in reality I mind my own fucking business is what it is I don't tell nobody my shit because don't nobody need to know my shit. You feels me? Like, it don't matter. Like, privacy is so important to me. Boy, if I get invaded, like, <laughs> I feel some type of way. Like, get out my business. Get out my business. Get out my business. Like, everybody just get out my business. That's why I like to kind of hide off. I like to take off. I like to just be alone so nobody could fucking bother me not even him not even him he bothers me to the point where i just want to blurt shit out i don't mean like you are so real whole shit <sighs> sorry if i'm cursing too much but children shouldn't be listening to my podcast anyway you know what i'm saying i'm i'm a fucking citizen okay I have freedom of speech all the way through. You're going to tell me, oh, you can't say that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I was born in this country. Excuse me. Okay. Anyways. So, I just asked a bunch of people to, like, join my podcast and none of them want to. <laughs> you know why? Because my craziness is mine. My fucking spazzing out. It's my shit. The the landlord, I believe, has been complaining about my cigarette butts. You you got me fucked up. You got me where la 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 fucked up the top top. Okay, like you ain't gonna judge me because I'm stressed out. Sorry, y'all go through your own stuff anyways. Okay, anyways. That's why I'm so glad I went to such diverse schools where there wasn't just one minority. There was a bunch of minorities just together enjoying being minorities. And yes, that means white people, okay? They were also a minority, especially in my high school. Like, come on. I loved every single one of the people I met that I made a connection with. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you to death. Love you, love you, love you, love you to death. You know why? Because I love everybody equally. <laughs> equally, people. Equality. Uh, well, that's enough of the party before work. <laughs> so, um, alright. Let me see what my book got me doing today. Alright, hold on. Uh.
Alright, anyway. I'm going to read some stuff. Well, actually, like one, which is the last one, uh, for like a minute now. Because, hey, I can't write every day. I got shit to do. So, um, I got stuff to do. Sorry. Boy, let me tell you. I got, I have stuff to do. So, okay. Here we go. Tradition is dead. Whew. Wikipedia describes the last three generations as X, Y, and Z. I feel this is beyond inappropriate. Oops, sorry. Appropriate. <laughs> I'm fucking up. Alright. So, my opinion stems from the fact that much has changed in the last 60 years. Also, arrogant enough, we are dying. We are a dying breed of humanity. Now, there's layers to, the, uh, to those points. The layer I choose to focus on is a little deeper than common perspective and nowhere near superficial in interest. Like in the end of the alphabet, Gen X, the, millenni- uh, the Millennials, and iGene <clears throat> have evolved in this era of technology in ways that generations before never expected, both positive and negative. To be, whew, to be way more specific, we are all forced to adjust to technology and more advanced resources than previous generations. In addition to this fast-paced lifestyle, the, uh, the adjustments we make daily go beyond physical and financial demands. This <clears throat> affects mental and psychological adjusting too. Alright, I'm up. Because it's like way more. <clears throat> 